From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, I'm glad that we're back and we have a fun and interesting topic for us today. How are you? Doing great. And yourself, Steve? I'm doing well. I am. I, I, I'm excited to talk about this because I think it's something that has been talked about for some time and, and um, I, I'm looking forward to getting your thought on it um, because we're we're both, I think, you know, we're, we're in different generations in terms of our, of AV. And, and I'm curious to see how, um, how your, your perspective is on this. What, what we want to talk about today is how, how do we get more people, um, younger people in particular in, into the industry and, and also into programming and, and, uh, everybody has their story as to how they got into AV and, and as well as uh, programming and, and some um, were more intentional, but that I think is a small population. Um, many of them came from a music perspective or music background or a music career. Um, but then there's those of us, and I think you and I are in this category where we're, we, we just um, got into it and we, we found our, our niche. And, um, but, you know, over the years I've, I'm, going on 30 years now in the industry and, and uh, that we, we've always been trying to find a way to get more people involved. And I, I, um, I think it's going to be more and more critical as the industry tends, the average age tends to get older. So I guess from your perspective, and, and um, I'm curious too, even from a, um, from a university side, um, how do we make AV appealing? To, to younger generations, people need to know about us. <laughs> I, if people have heard me speak about this, I have said that numerous times. No one knows about us. We, we all, like you said, claim that we fell into AV. We're either failed musicians or whatever. I mean, even me, I got kicked in AV. I was, I wanted to be a network administrator, and I was doing that and I was working in IT and I was doing certain things in ITs and then one day I got called up to the main office saying you're no longer on this team you're now on the AV team that's like that's how it came like I just got thrown into it um and I don't want to leave it and everyone I talk to in the AV world don't want to leave the AV world we love it but no one knows we're here because the society, and, and this is why I strongly believe AV is IT and not just because there's a network jack on it, uh, is society sees us as IT. They see us as tech. It's a technology. And so they're looking at the main tech fields. You look at IBM, you look at Apple, you look at Google. They're all, everyone knows them. How many people actually know a Crestron or Extron or Amex or Sure? I would say people, you might get some people in there you know about Sure, uh, but even QSC. Get outside the AV world and maybe some of the production world, people aren't going to know what those products are. I mean, I have a QSC hat that I got from Infocom. My kids look down and go, what is this? Like what is like they didn't know what QSC was. Now, granted, they wouldn't. I mean, I had to like, tell them. So 
that's where we're failing as an AV as a whole is we're not getting ourselves out there and letting people know we're a viable career. And I'm a strong believer in that. If you see it, you can be it. And that's going for the minorities, that's going for you, the females, the underrepresented people in our uh, industry. We, we're hurting that way because we don't put ourselves out there that people can see and go, hey, I want to do that. I mean, everyone wants to be a musician. Why? Because they're all everywhere. Yes, they like make a lot of money too, but they're everywhere. That's really what it is. You hear them on the radio. You see them on TV. You see them at concerts. Pro athletes. And same with tech giants. You hear about, like, I want to work for Apple. I want to work for Google. I want to work for Microsoft. Because they're everywhere. But no one hears about AV. Yeah, I, I really like that. I, you know, so how do we have to we have to find some theme, um, and and we have we have to put a spotlight to make not only uh, bring to light what we do and make it fun and seem fun and interesting, but also make make people feel take pride in it. You know, we do, and I agree with you that I I have yet to um, meet people that would say that they are not, they don't feel like the, this industry is very welcoming and very, um, a very much a, a, a close knit community and they feel a part of it. And, and, you know, some will leave of course, cause that's just the nature of things, but, but those that, that do, it's still something that, that they will find they they will always, um, have, it'll have a special place to them and they and they may gravitate back toward it it's it's not uh, that's not uncommon but but it, it tends to become um a part of your 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 being uh the this industry so um so is it a, is it just about making it um creating the visibility or is you know that there's also been discussion about and and I think you you also you you touched on something important too. You have to be able to see yourself there, um, you know. So it you know there NSCA and their Ignite program and and Avixa has um, also uh, a, a workforce development program where they try to create more awareness. Is is that what it what it's about, or is is there you know other ways that we can go about this? I think there's no one path um, to do this. I think we have to take many paths. And we uh, we talked about in past episodes, we're, we're introverts. Most of us are introverts. Um, you do have some of your extroverts uh, in the AV, but a lot of us are tech people. We like to be behind the scenes, you know. We're either stage crew, we're all black. You know, you're not supposed to be seen. Um. But that's what the problem is. No one knows about us because we are those people who aren't supposed to be seen. Uh, but I know what was the last year I was at a theme park, a six five uh, in New Jersey. And we went to the holiday show and we actually got, well, when we got in, we got seats, we got seats right next to the sound booth and the light booth. And I was able to point out to my daughter tech who is running all of that 
and seemed thought that was pretty interesting how they were there. But how many people would that would have been ignored? I, I mean, yeah, I picked it out because I'm a tech person. I they were actually using the same mixing console we use at the university I used to work for. Like, so I knew I was like, I knew what she was doing. And yes, it was a female uh engineer, which was even better. Um, to, to be able to show my daughter that this is a viable career for her. Uh, now I don't think it's gonna be a career for my daughter. I don't think she's into it. Um, but it's an option. And now she knows it's an option. Instead of me, a white male, I am what I am, telling her, Oh yeah, you can go into the all boys club and uh you know, jump in on AV. Uh, that's really what I think it is. And I think um, Vixa is doing a pretty good job with the, especially the women council. Um, I know with the Rosie River program they did, not only did they help fund the um, the packets and all that stuff, they took it a step farther. Each pack came with flyers of AV gear in it. So it wasn't just say, hey, I got this uh, STEM kit I built a little robot, but also I got information about what AV is and other companies within AV. And that's taking it a step further. And that's what I think we need to do. We need to take it a step further. Like you look at professional sporting events or even concerts. We have all the wow factor. Well, you know, you have meet and greet with athletes. Why don't you ever have backstage tours opening up to the community and say, hey, come take a look at the back. Uh, the house or the uh the sound system or to put it out there i i put a call out this on the the ab life podcast the world cup is coming it's in our home uh fields here you know you got la you got uh new york you got these big stages that the world cup is going to be playing in the united states i'm guaranteed the uh, qsc sennheiser sure all these big companies, some way, somehow, will have AV gear at the World Cup. Give tours. Get young kids involved in it, saying, hey, this is something we can do, and this is what we do. Uh, right now, the only time the AV gets on the news is when something goes bad, like when that uh, display fell on the stage in Japan. Everyone's talking about that. Well, we don't want to talk about that. We want to say... Yo, well, like the DC monument that they turned into the uh, Apollo space shuttle. That was a cool project. I mean, people talked about that. Probably not many. But I thought that was an awesome project. I read the whole white paper on that. What projectors they were using, how they did their two-channel audio. Instead of doing stereo, they did the left channel was out of space. The right channel was Earth. Like, that was so cool. Like, but again... I found interest in it. I had to go find that paper, white paper to read about it. It wasn't on the nightly news. It wasn't talked about where the general society is. And that's where we're failing. We got to get them and we got to get them young. We got to get into grade schools. We got to get them. I mean, research shows that most females, especially females, are picking their path in fifth and sixth grade. That's when they start deciding what they want to do in their career or for their life. And that's another thing is, and I'm trying not to talk too much here, sorry, but you can see I, I, I get passionate about this, is the language we use. That's another thing that hurt. Like, we all sit here and like, you got to lift the 50 pounds. I don't think I'm lifting 50 pounds in my job. 
but you know, part of the job description, you might have a female look at that and go, well, I can't lift 50 pounds. Now a guy's going to look at it and go, I care less if I can lift 50 pounds. I'm applying for that job. Female, every single thing on that list that you say you need to do, they either have to do it or they will not apply for that job. Again, what research shows. So the language we use on job descriptions hurting us too. I'm going to be quiet because I could talk for hours on this. <laughs> this is awesome. No, keep going. Keep going. This is what it's all about. I, I, I just wanted to add, you know, one of the things you talked about the news a couple of times, how many times do we see what goes on behind the scenes at the news? Because that's all AV too. Yeah. And- I, the best was, I forget what station it was, but, and this was a good thing and they should have really hammered on it. The anchor person never knew the display was a touchscreen. He was live on air, hit the screen. He was like, whoa, and he was playing with it. But again, that didn't explain that this was AV, but they're a product that we as professionals do, and we are putting in, in the light of uh, what our society sees, but no one knows it's us. Yeah, I, I... I uh, I wonder how we can change that, like how the average person in the industry can change that, because we all look to bigger organizations, we all we all look to others to say we need to do this, but what what can what can we each do to make a difference? What because we all we all are passionate about what we do, and, and I think you brought up a real a lot of really great points about having to get to people early and having to. Um, explain things more and and may and and look at all these different opportunities that we have. Um, just to add to that, some things that come to mind for me is you know, what what type of clubs are there in um, different schools? You know, from grade school on up, that we could create or can be sponsored by companies that will talk about what we do. So from a from from if we kind of bring this around to programming a bit, um, because it's really important and programming has always been an area that has needed more people to get involved in it. Um, robotics is certainly something that can be part of that. But but what what would be uh, how cool would it be to give uh, a, a you know a a club a bunch of old gear and say here here do something with this make make this work automate it, connect it, show me what you can come up with, have a contest, do something creative. There, there's a lot of different ways because we have tons of gear that we take out that can be repurposed for kids to, to just learn on. Yeah, that is great. And IT is doing that. They have what's called hackathons that a lot of the universities run. These are exactly what you're talking about but people think of it as it like yeah let's get one of these big manufacturers in there or a couple of them together and be like hey here's a whole bunch of spare gear go build a system and give a competition of which team does this the best the quickest the most user-friendly like give different categories uh that we're all talking about and now you're making it fun for kids i, I think that's a great idea to see yeah, I, 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 the last thing I want to touch on, because we talked about this a little bit on AV in the AM, which we, we always tend to allude to, is about uh, student workers. And, and I don't have experience with that, but I've always thought that that was an interesting way of be, bringing people in 
um, as well. Is do you, would you agree with that? Hundred percent. And I'm very passionate about student workers. Um, if anyone knows me, I've always said this: student workers are the backbone of the university. No matter what department they're working in, universities are ran by student workers. Uh, not the day to day, you know, the big things, but they're the boots on the ground. Um, they're very valuable to any university. And I came from a university that, or at least uh, it's, it's definitely the IT de- team, um, fostered student workers. I mean, this to show you the university, how they really cared about their students was the current president of the university started as a student when the university first started. He's now the president of the university. Our current CIO started as a student worker. About 80 to 90% of the IT team started as student workers. I mean, I was one. I was brought in full-time after I graduated. Um, and that's what I'm teaching these student workers that I'm now hiring at my new job is I'm going to give you the skills. You take it where you want. Like, if you just want to answer their phones, that's what you're going to do. If you want to get in the guts of a, a lectern and install gear or program it, I'm going to give you the tools and resources to do it. Um, I'm your path from here is what you make of it. And I think it, student workers are very valuable and it's a good way to get them in the field and get them their hands dirty. Uh, but I still say, and I said this on AB and AM, it's too late at that time. It's yes, college students are changing their mind. They change the field, but most of them already come in with what major they are. And some do change, some don't. They're, they're, but they're already got a mindset of where they want to be in their life. Um, now that might be changing. I might be getting a little old and dating myself, and that might be changing with the younger kids coming in. But I really feel that by the time you students are looking at colleges, they're not looking at student worker role. They're looking at what major they want to be, what they want their career to be. And now the student worker role is how I'm, I'm going to get beer money for the weekend. I I would um I, I love all of that. And I would say, you know, that's a great opportunity for those who have the ability to touch to to be in touch with younger people to push them over to to learn to connect with Avixa to get uh you know a individual membership to to you know maybe even get them trained with some of the manufacturers. There's many manufacturers that have some free training or some, um, at least the basics that, that could, you know, give them wet their appetite a bit. And, and I, you know, I, well, I agree with you about people that it's too late, but I also would say that there are a lot of people who go to school and don't know, they know what they're studying, but don't know what that job is going to be. So maybe there's still an opportunity there to to have some influence or persuade them a bit. Oh, I don't disagree. Like I said, uh, I I just think it's still a lot of it is late. But you're right. I don't know how many people I worked with who were public health majors or wanted to be a teacher, but now they're working in AD because of it was a job and they were a student worker or whatever so it it can happen i'll give you that but i wonder how many percentage that is that would be a good number to see how many went into as a student worker and said okay i'm now changing and going this route because of it or did they just take it as a job until they got out and then they um 
with different path. That would be an interesting stat to look at. Yeah, I would. I you know I would say I would. I I think there's a great pipeline there, a great connection, and and maybe a good way for the industry to rally around that to um, to 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 whether they are going to be involved or not. Um, you know, one of the things that I, you know are is another opportunity is internships, um, and and I know we can. This is another one of those topics that we could talk on probably for hours. So um, as we wrap up, I think what I would really be interested in hearing from those of you out there is to, um, if you're new to the industry, reach out to us because we'd like to know how you got involved. If you have some ideas that you could share, please uh, post them or comment on on the, the uh, this episode. And also if you want to talk more about this or have something that you can share, these are all such vital uh, t- topics and 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 uh, important to the future of what we do because we, we need to be able to pass on our knowledge and invest in the people behind us in, in order to uh, keep the the industry flourishing and I, and you know I, I tend to say this a lot in my company is that you don't really benefit if you're the best kept secret so we, uh, we'd like to hopefully change that. Um, James, how can people get in touch with you, continue this conversation and, um, and learn more about what you're doing? As always, uh, on Twitter, AV underscore James King, especially on Sunday mornings uh, with the AV and AM conversation. I'm on Twitter or LinkedIn as well, not as much. I write for the Higher Ed Digital Magazine, the IT and AV column, HEPMA, Again, you Google me, you'll find me. And for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. And I do some writing for AV Network and Commercial Integrator and my company blog at controlconcepts.net. And um, also have the Estate of Control podcast on avnation.tv. So please check those out as well. Um, But uh, as um, we mentioned, you can find this uh, podcast on Google or Apple Podcasts, um, your favorite players, as well as YouTube. And we do want to hear from you. So um, if you could comment and let us know what you think about this. And if you have some ideas or success stories, uh, we, we, uh, this is one way that we could all rally around each other. And uh, we, we could help to make the industry, uh, raise the bar in the industry and, and make it uh, more successful for all of us. So with that, This has been Ask the Programmer.